0: Jason. You're listening to the Sports Adjacent.
1: Okay, I like that. I just learned something new today. Adjacent.
0: With Jason Leisure and Russell Dorsey on the House of L Network.
1: We're doing everything I dreamed of as an adjacent.
0: He's a, he's a morning reliever, Russ.
1: Interesting. I feel that, though. It's a good way to start the day.
2: It's not a great way to start. It's not a great way to start the podcast cold open. I don't feel like
1: we're nothing if not authentic.
2: authentic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You look good, Russ. You look like refreshed. Some people come off vacation and they don't. Some people come off vacation and they look kind of like vacation from the vacation. Uh, Got it. You can look disheveled coming off vacation and have it be a good thing, too. Like, (laughs) yes, I, I imagine whenever I am coming off vacation, I come back looking like Tom Hanks in Castaway, but like in a good way, like album mode, as Tony calls it. Yeah. <laughs> but you look like, I don't know if it was throughout the trip or, or multiple times or just yeah. on the very last day or whatever, but you look like you came back like cleaned up and glowing and ready to go.
1: I feel as good as I felt in a long time. Wow. Honestly, wow. I can honestly say that.
2: Wow. It's
1: just, uh, man, I have a lot to say on it, but like, man, it was a good time. Just get away and clear your head and not think about work stuff or anything like that. Not look at your phone like that. Great time.
0: We did a good job of not reaching out so much, Russ. We, you know, maybe occasionally sent you the funny text or the funny tweet, but we we left you alone.
1: That's that's love. And I appreciate that. Uh, I I got the occasional text here and there, but like people were super respectful of like me being away. And I appreciate that. Um, And I kept my it's one of those where you you keep your phone on. Do not disturb a lot. Mm -hmm. which You don't get to always do when you're like not on vacation. But uh, I appreciate you guys uh, allowing me to relax. It's, It's much appreciated.
2: You're welcome. Mine was. You didn't uh, need to, but appreciate it.
1: Mine was mostly just that I forgot about you, (laughs) out of country, out of of mind. Listen, man. Sometimes you just need people to forget you.
2: No, there was one time. There was one time where uh, there was something, uh, a financial matter, and I was uh, a very, very minor. Like, does not really matter. Uh, But I was, and I was like, I want to send this to him before I forget. So he's aware of this, how to account for this on our balance sheet. But then I was like, Russ doesn't need to know about this right now. So there, there was one time where I did it. I appreciate that. Yeah, you're welcome. Everything. You
1: guys are you guys okay? Like, have I have I missed anything? Like, without you, or Uh, in general, like in general, okay. I'm not um, I'm not vain enough to think that my friends wouldn't have possibly been able to get through the last 2 weeks without me.
2: Oh, you know, there was another time where I had a baseball question that I was going to text you and then I was like, nah, he's not I don't want to I him. I that would I would have been bothered by that one. Right. Because it's just like not you texting me, but you texting me
1: about baseball. That would have I I did when I tell you I didn't think about sports for the last 2 weeks. I didn't know who was in the playoffs until the night before I got back to oh the, the NFL playoffs. Yeah. Okay.
0: Oh man, you miss out a lot, man. I, I am all in on bears. I am Mr. Bear right that's, here.
1: Okay, that's what he's talking lot, about.
2: Man. But I remember the last time I was in, you were in London for part of your trip. And the last time I was in London, I was, I want to say it was like maybe three or four years ago for work. And I went out to dinner just by myself. And it was a crowded restaurant. I ended up sitting like basically at the same table as close enough that we were, might as well have been at the same table with uh, some Brit and the two th- he, he did like what I would do probably. And he was just fascinated. Once he heard my American accent, he had a lot of questions about, about the U S this guy's probably my age. Uh, the two things that he was most curious about that he most wanted to know. Yeah. was like, Hey, is this really how it is over there is uh, Trump. Okay. Yes, and, And people watching NFL football all day on Sundays. So yes and yes. Do they really start watching it like at breakfast time all the way till whenever Sunday night football ends? And and it's a different time of day over there. But the guy wanted to know, like, is that really how it is over there? Is that really how people like not in a not in a condescending way, just in like a curiosity.
1: Some. So you said yes to both of those questions. That's right. Yeah. As you should. (laughs) As you should. I uh, I didn't have too much of the. I, I had the the, oh, you're from the states? Question come up a, a decent amount, um, and I had something like you had, but it wasn't exactly like it wasn't um people from London that asked me. I was on the phone. I'm in a food hall in Soho, and. I, I sit down at this table. It's like a long, a large booth with a table in the middle. And they sit me at one end of the table and there's a family of three at the other end of the table. And I get a phone call and I answer and I said, yo, I'm in um, a restaurant right now. Can I call you back? And they're like, yeah. So then I hang up and then the dad goes, that's not a, a British accent. And so I meet this family. <laughs> they're from Vancouver. And Ah. they had just come from Italy because their daughter, their daughter, Emma, um, studies or she runs a a, like a medical villa in Italy, in uh, Sardinia, actually, off the coast of Italy. And they said it's the first time in weeks that they had had like a, a. conversation with somebody in English and it was just nice <laughs> to talk to somebody but I, I was with them for like
2: two hours. I bet they were awesome. Them this is one break. of my favorite uh, this is one of my favorite stereotypes that I have found to be completely true all the time is that the Canadians are so nice. Yeah. The can, I, you, I have yet to meet a I have one friend who's Canadian who is not like this. Uh, he's more of like how we are um, and I love the guy. I love the guy. So even him, even him being kind of like a rare Canadian a-hole is like, I, I love the guy. Yeah. But all of the other Canadians are amazing. I was in, I was in Detroit, uh, as I often am on holidays, which is not a great time to be driving around trying to find anything or whatever. But I had a wild, uh, new year's Eve in which I went to the grocery store and got myself, uh, a nice like chocolate cupcake or cake chocolate cake out of the, uh, the bakery and a uh, $20 bottle of Cabernet or whatever. And, uh, and went back to the Hampton Inn by the Detroit airport. Again, I I know this sounds like probably really fun to you, Russ, and a lot like your <laughs> new year's Eve's usually go, I would assume. Uh, and I got to the front desk and I thought this was just even at a Hampton Inn. I thought this is the most basic easy request ever. I said, do you guys have a, a corkscrew. And they're like, no, we don't have that. You can try walking to the hotel across the street and see if they, I'm like, I'm not going to do it. It's freezing. It's raining. Like, I just want to get in my room. And there was this Canadian woman. I I found out she was Canadian later, like 20 feet away from me who said, who like says like, excuse me, I have a corkscrew in my room. If you want to come get it and open your bottle of wine. Like that's how nice they are. They're just, there's, I've never met one other than my one friend who I love that is anything other than just perfectly friendly and nice. So I'm not surprised that you had a wonderful two to three hour conversation with these Canadians. No, they were awesome, Uh, chilled there. And
1: then uh, I met up with them my last night in London. They wanted to take me out for a pint at a tavern near where they were staying. So it was it was really nice.
2: The stereotype holds up. I wish that was the stereotype about me. I wish the stereotype was really nice. Yeah, that people would see me like, oh, he's really nice. I know he's going to be really nice to me.
1: I I think uh, I think you're nice now,
2: but I can I can I can see why people would be like yeah,
1: I don't know about that Jason Leisure.
2: I th- didn't you say that like uh, you occasionally people are surprised Correct. when you tell them that you and I are are very good friends? I Correct. guess they're just surprised that I could be friends with anybody. I think that's it. That's nice. Okay. They think you're mean and that you hate the Bears. So those are the two things. Oh, okay. Well, there's been so much to love about the Bears during the four seasons I've <laughs> covered them. I, I don't know what my deal is. But we've got. So why, why, why are you smirking like I'm like about this story at the hotel? Like you think that's what I'm on here talking about? You think you think I'm you like think
1: he would? Uh, yeah, come on his 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 podcast of thousands, and then you yeah, know, talk about some nefarious. Here's a good story to tell. I, I went to this uh,
2: woman's hotel room, and you know, like, come on, tone. Like, why does everything have to be like that? Because it does Jason, because it does it I never does. entered the room all right stood outside I, opened she the told me where the room the was. Room. I stood outside she i i I didn't do i I was like even though this woman was being very kind to me and helpful, mm-hmm. I was like i wanna be i wanna go over the top, making sure that I don't come across as creepy and as or uncomfortable mm-hmm. in any way, like I'm not gonna come within like she's gonna have to like reach as far as she can to hand me mm-hmm. this. Corkscrew uh, out the
0: In fact, no, no hand to hand exchange. Could throw it we're to gonna me. Throw it to me,
2: or throw the
1: corkscrew at a, me. And if I stab <laughs> myself, I stab myself. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, there is a little bit of show news we need to get to, Russ. Let's start the show. Uh, okay. Welcome to Sports, to Jason. I'm Jason Leisure, and my co-host Russ Dorsey is back from his international excursion. Yep. Russ Dorsey, Hello. Welcome back, friend. Thank you.
1: It's good to be back. Oh, I I, oh. I want to tell you one thing. While okay. I didn't miss work, I didn't miss people. I didn't miss much of anything while I was on vacation. Mm-hmm. I did miss potting because there were so many things that would happen that I'm like, man, I cannot wait to like get back behind the mic. Um, so yeah, I'm glad to be here with y'all.
2: We're glad to have you,
1: amigo. <laughs> Gracias. Or governor.
2: You know what's After funny? What are they? I'll fin- I'll let you finish the intro before I say what's funny. Okay. And uh, we got Tony Gill producing, of course. Tony Gill presented by Sheets and Giggles. Uh, Sports Adjacent is brought to you by BetMGM. You can download the BetMGM app or go to BetMGM.com. Use promo code ADJACENT200 to get this deal. Bet $10 on any NFL game. And as long as either team scores a touchdown in that game, there's been a lot of touchdowns in the games. I don't think you have to worry too much about that. Uh, you will win $200 in free future Bets. They also have NBA, NHL, player props, parlays, everything you want over at BetMGM. Use our promo code adjacent200. BetMGM, the king of sports books. Uh, Russ, this is the show news you need to know that that is now our only sponsor. Uh, but Tony Gill is presented by Sheets and Giggles. And we're going to keep the. Keep the link the same to just make this easy for everybody. You can okay, go to Sheetsgiggles.com slash SA and you'll get twenty-three percent off everything. Tony Gill wearing one of their t-shirts that looks very comfortable. I like that shade of purple. That looks good. It says Sheets and Giggles, good in bed.
1: Um so a, couple, a couple things. I yes. didn't sign off on this and as uh the one of no, the No, this the is one of the things with, I didn't want to season. bother you about while you were on vacation. No, no, no. But if if, if if it affects our finances, I need to I need to know about this. Cause the one Tone gets paid off of residuals that we receive from sponsors. And so this is I don't have a, I'm not OK with this.
2: Well, uh, I think there was a, a concern on their part that if they continued to use Tony's slogan for them, which is blow that Uh without him being kind of contractually on board than uh, with their usage of it. I don't think they want to print that on their packaging, maybe. But uh, anyway, they wanted to sp- they felt more comfortable sponsoring Tony directly. F-tone. You're walking. To be honest. I, that's not what they said. I, what, did, what did your wife is, say? Is,
1: what
2: ahead. did your wife say when she saw you wearing this good in bed t-shirt? Did you wear this all day today?
1: She was like, I that's did. totally inaccurate. I
2: was like, fam, what do you
0: what do you think, baby? And she was like, mm. <laughs> lies.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll back mm-hmm. I told Tony, I told you we were not gonna lie in this house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Tony's been thinking up Sheets and Giggles ads since before he ever even heard of Sheets and Giggles. It's just what goes on in his head all the time. They're like the perfect sponsor for me. Like, I f- I
0: feel like I'm in bed with Sheets and Giggles because I am <laughs> in bed with Sheets and Giggles. <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs> As are we all. Uh, and, in fact, like, this is winter in most of the country. You're cold, uh, some parts, maybe Miami or Arizona. It's warm. But uh, Fam, we got the Flannel Boys? We got the flannels. Yeah, oh. and I got I to gotta say, these flannels oh, are very comfortable. Oh, oh. And I was i was a little skeptical because I i like it cold when I sleep. Mm-hmm. But these are not like overly heavy flannels. They're like just the right thickness. They're like just the right amount of snuggliness uh, for cozy season, which is wintertime. You're going to be glad you have these. If you want to go on there and get the – Hybrid cotton eucalyptus flannel sheets. I highly, highly recommend them. They look get the good flannel too. boys for the winter. Get the flannel boys. I'm telling you, it's fire. Picture yourself just wrapping up in that soft flannel and putting your head down on a soft flannel pillow. And then when it gets a little warmer, switch it back over to the sheet set. The silky smooth, 100% eucalyptus. Go to Sheets and Giggles uh, because they sponsor Tony Gill. Go to SheetsGiggles.com/sa and get 23% off automatically applied at checkout what well, what did you think was so funny that you wanted to share with us Russ well
1: I know uh when about how first... the British
2: people talk I think
1: yeah, yeah, yeah I know when you first uh when I first said I was gonna go to London Tony does his ello governor or whatever or you actually started tone started doing that Tony
2: tone sounds more Jamaican when he does it
1: yeah I, it's actually or uh, Australian um that's not it', it people don't talk like that and we do the whole Americanized version of like just super over to the top and all that stuff yeah because it's funny but it's so but it's actually like when you really think about it it's actually quite easy bro to talk like the British
2: oh you said that you said that's how they talk (laughs)
1: that's (laughs) that's how they talk it's a soft palate you Hmm. picked it up over there huh were you were you walking around practicing it no no, because I'm no? not
2: tone. I'm not tone and I don't want to b- embarrass myself in a oh, I would more country. That. I would do that. I do that walking around Caputos, the Italian I, grocery store. I try to <laughs> practice like pronouncing everything I see. I did notice like I when I would go around and go shopping or something, I'd say cheers after uh um, oh, that's boy, that's gonna be really annoying if you brought that back here. Cheers. Yeah, okay. Cheers bro. <laughs> cheers, bro.
0: Cheers, bro.
1: Cheers, <laughs> bro. It's actually one. Did you, did you pick up a British ping? Hmm? Don't worry about all that, Tom. Um, mm. What
2: was this question?
1: Something that's not germane. No, it, it sounded like it was. <laughs> that's not. I will say there's something about the confidence that you get on vacation. It's very different. Oh, yeah? Like, I'm a pretty confident person by nature, right? Mm-hmm. Something I've been blessed with. Um but you go on vacation, <laughs> you go on vacation and it like something in you is like, you know what? I'm going to turn this joint up a little bit. Uh, but no, I had a good time, man. I, I assume you time. mean your confidence in encounters with women. Uh, I didn't say that. I just said confidence. Okay. I'm, well, confident, I'm to, I was confident to, in strutting around London
2: and Puerto yeah. Rico. So I think that's a yes. I'm trying to wrap my head around that feeling though because when I go on vacation, it's always with my wife or kids or both and so it's not that experience at all for me yeah that's why i enjoy my yeah, yeah no, that's very awesome. much but it's not so i'm just trying to grasp what that is man like i uh
1: this is just like it's a feel i don't know how to describe it it's a feeling mm-hmm. like you're on vacation your toes is out your chest is out and like <laughs> <laughs> or like i don't have a shirt on at all which was the case in puerto rico and like you know what, I'm feeling really good. Like I'm refreshed. I I, I worked out every day for like two hours just because like I had the time. And one of the things yeah. over here is like you just always have the time to get those great workouts in. And like, nah, man, you eat good and you sleep good. And it's there's I think I the thing that one of the things that I really want to stress coming back from a long vacation, go see the world, man. And, like, I talk from a privileged place because I had the resource to be able to go out of country for 16 days. Um, And everybody doesn't have the opportunity. But, like, if you do, whether you have a couple days, a week or so, like, go somewhere because the world is awesome. Like, you meet so many different people from so many different places. And, like, like, London. Like, I thought Puerto Rico was amazing. And I'm like, all right, London will be cool. And London, like blew me away like with how fun good time yeah. it was uh places you I went like the first day I definitely just like walked around London for like 5 hours the first day like I woke up took a shower threw on a Nike tech and like just walked from South Bank where I was staying to like uh Kensington Palace and Hyde Park like it was awesome mm-hmm. on my flight back to the states had a really good flight over no crying mm-hmm. babies, anything like that, which is awesome because it, it set me up for success for the week in London. Coming back, though, I get on the flight and I notice these, these parents with two smaller children. I would say about three and five. Mm. And I said, oh, boy, please do that."
2: How how, d- how dare people bring their children on a plane? First of all, um. Th- 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 I had to wait till I was a 20-year-old man to go to work. They need additional screening at the airports. I feel like like TSA and Customs and Clear and all that's not enough. There needs to be an additional screening of people passing all of Russ's requirements for you being on a plane with him. I have very few. I have very uh, few. Just they are, it, no, no overhead roller bags. Yes. Okay, uh, that's one of them. No children. Uh, that's another one. Another one. No one who uh basically everyone needs to be able to follow uh, the same kind of guidelines you'd use in a library and yeah, uh, and, and and no one asking Russ to <laughs> hold their hand during the flight. That one I don't hate because that lady really needed me. But uh
1: <laughs> I I I had to wait till I was twenty eight to get to go to London. And these mm. kids at three and five got to go. That's crazy. But neither here nor there. So we get on the flight. I think that's about down. the
2: ages my kids went to. Hey man. You'd have been very angry at them. 100%. And I trying to go somewhere that you were going. How dare your parents bring you on this
1: damn flight? That would have been me. <laughs> so I sit down. Did you mean like, mug them the whole time? I did. because And here's why, so. Because <laughs> it gets worse. It gets worse. Everybody's sitting down. And so my plan to get back on Chicago time was, I was going to get back to Chicago at 6.30 p.m., right? So I was going to eat, take a brief nap on the flight, maybe two hours, and then I'd stay up the rest of the way so that when I got to Chicago, I'd be able to go to sleep on Chicago time, which worked. But as I'm sitting there waiting for the food, I'm coming, I get a a glass of wine, and I see these kids, and it wasn't, my flight over was a full flight. This one was not. So you had empty pods, and you had these kids climbing on top of the pods and like popping their head over at people and stuff, and I'm like, all right. I'm about to get mad. (laughs) And then one of the kids that like the parents like, oh, you got to sit down. You got to sit down. Kid starts crying. I said, you know what, man? This flight's too long for one to have a crying kid and two to have these kids climbing on everything. Like I can't have this. So that's why I just really need. There should be. You shouldn't be in business class if you don't have business. How about that? (laughs) How about that? You didn't didn't have business. (laughs) No, I do. What if they found them? For if, you, if you can't, if you can't pay for the flight, the, the ticket in business class, you should be able to sit there.
2: What? Did, how did they? They did pay for the tickets. How did no, they no, 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 there?
1: the parents paid the
2: kids. The, oh, the kids okay. did not. Okay. <laughs> the kids did not. <laughs> I I travel. I've traveled with my kids since they were since my since my oldest daughter Grace was one or even younger, uh, and I've never been particularly self conscious about it, like. Uh, but the times that I have been have been on flights like that on a trans on a flight when I know people want to sleep. Yeah, that is nerve wracking for a parent. Because if my kid you know, is a problem on, you know, the two hour flight from or, or three hour flight from Miami to New York, like that's not really I, I would rather that not happen for everybody. But, you know, if that happened. To me, if somebody else's kid was making a fuss on a flight like that, I'd get over it. It's fine. But when you're flying across the ocean overnight or something like that and people are trying to sleep, that's bad. I was flying one time. We, took, we went and my daughter was maybe like one and a half. We went to Dubai and that was an overnight flight. And I was like, really, cons- that's a major time change. And I was like, really wanting to be able to feel right when I got there. Right. And so I had gotten somehow, I don't remember if I got it like prescription or over the counter or whatever. I got something that was going to help me sleep. Like melatonin or something. It was stronger than that. But along those lines, Um 13 hours before you land. Had you got like a light day? It's nothing illegal. Um, I was probably not even anything prescription. But because I don't take stuff like that Hardly ever, it usually works pretty well on me And I had my daughter And I was like, "All right, I'm just gonna try to like Get her in, I forget if she was in my lap Or in the seat, I think she was in my lap I'm trying to get her to sleep And then I'm gonna take one of these things that's gonna Help me get to sleep And so she falls asleep And I take this, whatever it was I honestly don't remember, I'm not trying to be Funny with it Um, Probably a Flintstones gummy (laughs) <laughs> it was, <perceived. laughs> that was all it took, but I, I, it worked, whatever it was, I fell asleep, but like 20 minutes later, my daughter wakes up crying and this is overnight. They've turned off the lights. This is a 12 hour flight or something like that. I think. And I, and Russ, I'm like, I feel like I'm on drugs because it's like foggy. Like I can't like, It's almost like a dream where you can't do the thing you're trying to do. uh, Yeah, like your pains don't work right. I'm like, what's going on? Whose kid is that? Oh, it's mine. It's right here in my life. I'm trying to like – and I could feel the dirty looks of all of the other passengers, all the the people like yourself on there. Yeah, a kid
1: uh, crying on a nine-hour flight, bro. I (laughs) – man, I'm glad I had the noise canceling headphones and they worked well because absolutely
2: not. Like uh, upon the first – I headphones right in, <laughs> right in the noise canceling headphones help. They're great. Yeah. Those are great on a plane. Uh, so why why was Tony texting us about or texting you, I guess, about you being shirtless on TV? Was that related to vacation? Was I shirtless on TV? Didn't you no. say something like that in the text, Tony? You said he was wearing. you said he was. Uh, you said it was like a, a boob shirt or something. Oh, my gosh. You didn't read the text messages, right, to, uh, Jason? <laughs> oh, man. Russ showing boobs on the show. Shirt off, off, and everything. No, no. Is that something that He's, happened, or you're just I like said, imagining it? <laughs> I or are you said, talking about this show?
1: Uh, yeah. So I said, eight tomorrow, toll goes, oh, man, International Russ is back. And I said, with a vengeance, I got topics okay. for weeks. All right, Vacation got me ready to pod. Fast forward. Um, now I follow all of the scheduling. Text. Oh, man. that's it. So I said, I'm turning so it up for 2023. LOL. Uh-huh. So he goes, oh, man,
2: rush and boobs on the show tomorrow. So he was saying I was gonna come on here with no shirt. OK, on. so this was all just like figurative. I understand. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what does it mean that you're turning it up in 2023? What so is it? When what, I was what away, I expect?
1: when I was away, I said, all right, we're about to go. We're about to be on our second year of pods in a couple of weeks we're two episodes away from 100 which mm-hmm. is awesome and i i just think we play it too safe on here sometimes and so i told myself i said what one i want us to go to a, another level in 2023 as we all do but i said that that might require us to turn it up and i said if that if i got to put it us on our sh- my shoulders and turn it up sometimes I'm i'm, I'm gonna be willing to do that
2: I mean, I'll do my part. I can go another button down on this flannel.
1: <laughs> I appreciate your contributions,
2: Jason. Oh, thank yeah. you so much. <laughs> I saw the other day one of the things I've been on my own little vacation the last two weeks because my uh, this is this is too too risque for me. I'm going back to the, <laughs> putting that button back. Uh, my wife and kids have been out of town, right? And I saw Richard Jefferson on the other day, and yeah. he had several buttons undone on his button down shirt. I mean like I, I swear I could see his belly button. It was so unbuttoned. And I was wondering like okay am I is it because I'm like too old or conservative or whatever that I see yes. that and I'm like that's kind of weird. Like that yeah. looks weird. So didn't someone tell him like he's got too many buttons down? And so I thought like I should check in with my young cool friends and <laughs> yeah. find out. So so like how how much unbuttoned should a button down shirt be on TV, Russ? On TV, uh,
1: I've gone pretty, pretty low. I get so I thought you meant a vacation. I said vacation. They like I had clothes on most of the time. (laughs) No, no, this is Richard Jefferson on on TV. TV. On TV, TV, I don't go any lower than uh, the sternum. Okay, all right,
2: that's a good rule. Yeah.
1: So I don't go any lower than the sternum, and so Mm. I go pretty low. Like I go maybe three or four buttons down, but I also has have chains. And I want the chains to be part of the outfit and be ah. visible, so that's why I have it open. But I think general rule is two buttons is fine. Yeah, I that. I I'm very aggressive with the third and fourth button, but I have the pectorals for it and also the chainage. <laughs> chainage is chainage is really important chainage, to it.
0: Chainage is important. Axis 2021 White Sox. If you're gonna have the, the you to open it, y'all. Yep. You gotta you gotta have nice manicure, chest hair hmm Can't be the or, taco meat. Yeah, it can't be the taco meat though. <laughs> it's nicely manicured where it looks like, oh, that is that is a man right there. That's a manly yeah. man right there. Right. Or you gotta bust out the big chain, you know, feel me? Yeah. What is the taco meat? I have never heard that expression. Explain to Jason what
1: taco meat is, Tom. Huh?
0: So essentially what taco meat is, is the the patchiness of the chest hair where you can see the individual <laughs> strands and the individual <laughs> curls okay. on a chest but they're like in groupings so it's not a full slate of of chest hair it's just tiny curls that go along the pathway of the chest giving the the visage of
2: of taco meat okay I'm and you, of- you 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 prevent that by kind of just like you know buzzing it every now and then i don't know i never had that problem so i i, I wouldn't know okay. the solution To that. Maybe
0: you gotta like blow dry it or something or
1: I have a I have a I I have a picture. I have a picture of Ruben Stuttered. uh, when he was on when he was on the biggest loser, and his chest hair is taco meat.
0: Woo, man. That's a lot of man move
1: right there. Yeah, he he, that's back before them bangs is banging. (laughs) Thangs was definitely (laughs) banging. but that's taco meat. So I did a an Ask Me Anything on Instagram, and I was answering people's questions on my flight to London. I want to know what and, you didn't answer. Oh, there was oh, there was filth in there. There was tons of stuff that I didn't answer. <laughs> Cut that's this up so that people – No, I can't. No, don't. No, no, that's for the Patreon. Um, I, I <laughs> we have, don't have a Patreon. Well, not yet. But you got to get the interest going. Okay. Uh, but, no, there was a lot that I was just like – no, like, you know damn well I can't answer
2: this. Um, it's called it "Ask fun. Me Anything," but I feel like when people do these, it's always "Ask Me Anything" as long as I as long as I like what you ask. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna.
1: This is gonna be a ton of stuff to cut up, Tone, so we can have these for video clips. But I'm gonna tell y'all one thing that uh, somebody sent me in my "Ask Me Anything," and then I'll have Tone put the elevator music over it. I had somebody uh, ask me.
2: <laughs> so this is like is that a common a- is that a common phrase is that a common expression well i mean yeah i guess so, there's so little i know about the world around me and so that there's stuff like that in there. but there was also a ton okay. of really fun questions in there like that like i really enjoy should i say that to my wife when i get home will that sound cool oh, and if like you,
1: if you tell your you wife know, that i hope the kids are in bed
2: Okay, so you're saying maybe try, maybe go
1: for it. Okay, I'm not right. mad at you going for it, bro. Okay, all right. Like, I don't know how you and your wife get down,
2: but like if you if you got that rumbling, and you I mean, go. seeing as how I still don't know, you know, exactly what that means, I could guess. Like many things, I could guess from context, but I'm not totally sure. You 100 dangerous way to to go about talking through the world. But anyway, carry on. What what else were what were you asked that you can tell us that we don't okay, have to play elevator so music? One of the things
1: <laughs> one of the things I wanted to tell y'all about. So I had a friend of mine, and f- that friend said, uh, can I stay with you when I come visit Chicago? Well, that's gonna be a no. And so then I replied and said, Stay where with a picture of Larry David looking <laughs> like mm-hmm. and it got me on this thing of hosting one. What does it mean when you're, you're saying you're hosting and two, what's a, what, what's too far, right? What don't you have to do? And so this is my thing. I think the three of us individually really enjoy having people over, right? Yes. Hosting events like, Hey, yes. I'm gonna have, I'm making food tonight come over, bring a bottle of wine or whatever. We it's usually all,
2: something like that. Usually like for dinner or to maybe watch a, a game that's a, a right. particular game or something. Not like overnight, right. multiple days. Right. So it's just like, we love that. To me,
1: that's hosting. Like I'm hosting okay. my friends. Everybody brings something and we have an amazing time for a couple of hours. Everybody goes home. When you're go, when I go out of town, I'm, I'm hotel man. Right, like I'm not saying an Airbnb, but I'm Same. also not asking people, can I stay at your place? Cause to me personally, it feels like an intrusion of somebody's space. Now, if somebody says, Yo, I have an extra room, got a, a guest bed, blah 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 blah. You like know, they the, if they offered unsolicited, you mean correct. Okay. If they offer as the person with the home unsolicited, that's one thing. But, like, you can't invite yourself and be like, you. I think there's something about that
2: personally to me where it's like, yo, can I stay at your place, man? Right? Like, <laughs> come on, bro. Well, you have, don't you have friends that, like, you're close enough with that you would just assume that or, or say that or no? Man. Like, I have friends
1: that if they didn't have any options, and because like, I don't have a guest bedroom, like a bedroom, like my guest bedroom. That does uh, make turned it turned into yeah. an office uh, office. Excuse me. Yeah. So like I have my couch, but like you rather sleep. We have some of the finest hotels in the city of Chicago.
2: Like you'd rather right, sleep in, that's, my, in my that's apartment. It's expensive. It's very expensive. Very, what define very hotels, like especially in a city. I mean, for people that don't just have like endless points and miles and stuff from work. I mean you're going to pay $200 a night at least. Like that's a lot for most people. I know you're it's not for you, vacation. I understand. No, don't do that. Don't do that. But you're also on vacation or a
1: trip. So like you you have to imagine you're paying money. Like like yeah. you're not going to you're not going to pay
2: that friend that you're staying with. Well that's true, but a lot of times people are trying to like they're going on a trip but they're trying to like be budget conscious, which is tough. I'm kind of more like I'd rather just not do it if I have to be budget conscious. A hundred percent. So but not everyone, everyone thinks you're, so, you're, right? you're going to a city and you have a friend in
1: that city. Are you calling your friend and be like, Hey, can I crash? Can we crash with you?
2: I probably have like two friends where I would assume that I was welcome to stay at their house and would want to. And they're one of them is a friend from childhood. Uh, so like 30, 40 years and the other one is a really, really close friend for maybe like the last ten plus years. So very, very good friends. And when I lived in Miami, and I would come to Chicago, I would stay at one of my parents' houses because yeah. partly because like I want to be able to hang out with them. I don't want to have to like you Call know from the city to out there. or from or wherever. Yeah, but I'm <laughs> with you in general. Like even people that I really, really, really like, it's not anything against them it's just that like for the most part i'd rather just have my own space and 100%. stay at a hotel 100%
1: and like to me i think i don't like the idea of me asking like you and Tony are two of my closest friends i if i live in a different city and i was coming i would never ask y'all to stay with y'all never not once right. not only because i don't i i'm uncomfortable asking one and two it's just like you know my friends are married; they have kids. Whatever, the last thing they need is me in there. Like, hey man, where the washcloths at? And <laughs> hey, y'all, y'all mind if I eat this in the fridge? Like, come on, man. No, everybody don't got washcloths, right? And so then get I, you like, what? What's that? So, yeah, I, why I'm, would you be asking for washcloths for what? <sighs> anyway, I don't think I'm weird for being like, yo. You don't just ask somebody if you could stay with them.
0: Sound like Russ gonna send them over to uh Mr. and Mrs. Russ's house. Hey, my parents they
2: stay uh just a mm-hmm. couple miles yeah. south. My childhood bedroom is open, <laughs> right? Listen, well, Russ man. has been very clear with me that a he would uh he would not ever share a hotel room with me if we travel 100 percent, never and b. If my wife threw me out, I was. He could sleep. I had a couch. voucher. I had a gift certificate for one night on the couch. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> better, yes. Better. After, better have I, a. Better have a plan by the morning.
1: Uh, yeah, after when we wake up, it's like, all right, man, go ahead and yeah. send that text and say I'm sorry. Get your ass out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I've ha-
2: I've had uh, I've had times where it's great that you brought this up because I've had times where someone has. I don't remember whether it was like I inquired about staying with them or they offered or what, but I've had two times I can think of right off the top of my head where that was offered to me three and it was not what I thought it would be. Uh, One time it was in fact, twice in different ways it was sleeping in some kind of garage where they had like converted the garage into a bedroom, which is, uh, you know, when you're laying there trying to fall asleep in a garage, you start rethinking how much were those hotels. Right. And then another one where uh, I had a friend who like, I love New York as a place to go. And I always, every, every time I go there, Russ, like without fail, I go there and I start thinking like, man, I'd love to live here. And then I remember I could never afford to live here. That wouldn't happen. And I had a friend who they moved there for just like a regular person's job, just a normal situation, like much probably like the situation, I'm in right now, uh, just regular middle-class people. And they moved to New York and they lived in Manhattan barely. Yeah. Barely. They lived in a part of Manhattan that I had never been to before. That is not, they lived in Washington Heights, which is almost in the Bronx. Okay. Um, and not that, that, not that that's bad or anything. Not that Washington Heights is a bad neighborhood. It's It didn't seem like it was to me. But it's not where you normally go in New York. It's like way up there compared to where you're picturing uh, any, anything you're imagining in New York City is way far away from that. And when I got there, I saw like pretty much probably how my life would be if I tried to move to New York with my situation where it was a one bedroom place for the two of them. And their kids, and their one kid, I should say. And I was sleeping on like an air mattress on the living room floor. Let's see, that's nah, man, no, not was, what I thought it, it was, was going to be. See what the
1: Renaissance costs?
2: Uh, uh, probably a lot, but uh, it was that was only one night. I was there for work, and I had come in early, like a night early, and I was going to stay. At, so it was that was a short lived uh, situation. <laughs> But we had friends, we had friends, you know, like as much as I like having my own space and as much as I'm definitely a hotel person, we had friends stay with us last summer for like five days. They were in for 4th of July from North Carolina. It was the two of them and their son who is like, I think one and a half maybe at the time. And we have like, they basically just like took over the basement. There's a pullout bed in the basement. There's a TV down there. There's plenty of space where they could set up a... A pack and play, or whatever, and it is nice sometimes having, especially people you don't that you're close with, but you don't see a lot. It is nice, like all being under the same roof, because you you can just like stay up into the wee hours, and yeah. then and, and nobody has to like drive back to the hotel afterwards. Especially once you have kids, then it's it's easy to just like put the kid to bed, and then everybody can stay up as late as they want. Yeah, in
0: some cultures, uh, it's disrespectful to not stay with uh, the host. Uh, person, where they they will be offended if you came into their city and did
1: not <laughs> stay with them. I, I, I it's a real thing. I'll I definitely understand what Tone is saying. I and I, I get it. Like my dad, same way. He's like, man, if we go somewhere, we're going. we are getting the hotel. We like to me. It's like, yo, you're my people. I came to see you. Like we're going to do our thing. Have a great time. Stay up as late as we want to stay up. But like at the end of the night, like I'm gonna go back to the hotel, and then I'm gonna see you probably tomorrow anyway. Yes. Um, like I probably have, I probably could count on one hand, like because like one of my friends, he was just like, "Yo, come down here, we have more than enough space," and like I know this friend has more than enough space. Um, like he did, pretty, he's done pretty well for himself. But
2: it's just like outside of that, like man, I'm gonna just stay at the hotel. Like I'll see y'all. Yeah, I like Russ showing up and being like, um, "Sorry to dishonor you and your entire family, but I'm gonna be at the courtyard." Nah. <laughs> if you if you want to come come see me at the Western, it's a nice bar restaurant downstairs. What do you do if somebody's coming to see you, and like, and they are planning to or were thinking like that they were gonna stay with you? Like, how do you kind of, how do you, no, no, I know you have like a quick answer to this, but like, how do you, like, this is not a, this is a friend. This is not someone whose feelings you want to hurt. How do you steer steer them toward like, you know, a hotel? I would so not. What what if, what if you know that that's not in their budget too? I'm so uncomfortable with
1: the situation because it's just like you, I think it's so rude to assume that somebody's going to allow you to stay with them. Like, not that somebody wouldn't, but the assumption that even without you asking, oh, I- I'm going to D.C. and I'm I'm just going to stay with my friend. Does your friend know? Nah, but they're going to be cool. <laughs> like, bro, what? You-, you see how that sounds? Or, like, that's or, nuts. Hey, uh, I
0: plan to go into Chicago. I haven't seen Russ. I'm going to surprise him. And I'm going to just go pull up. <laughs> Man. Surprise, Russ. I'm What's moving up, on.
1: Yeah. So one, I have a door person, and so you're not just gonna roll up to Russ' place. <laughs> Two, yeah. it's like you're gonna meet him down in the lobby. Like, hey, man, what's up? Uh, Listen, what's they call, on? they call, they call upstairs. Hey, Russ, you got a visitor. Who is it? This is uh your cousin so. Ah, I am not here.
2: <laughs> 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 they, they see you talking yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, <laughs> oh, I'm doing. Yo, uh,
2: tell them I'm doing charity work. Yeah, they they can't come upstairs.
1: I'm not, I'm not allowing that. Yeah. No, I, I just, I, I would say, Hey, what's going on? It's good to see you. I, I, you didn't one, I started like this way. You didn't tell me you were coming to town. Right. And then it's just like, Oh, let's go get some food or whatever. And, but I think, do they have a bag with them or no? Yes. Well, yeah, they travel there. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> oh man, going, going to do, Russ?
0: <laughs>
1: Yo, you got your bag with you?
0: So yeah, what, I thought what, I, I thought I'd come up and, and surprise you, man. I ain't seen you in a while. I feel hey,
1: like, let's go get dinner. Where, where you
0: staying? Hey, man. You know, yeah. You know, I was just trying to surprise you. You know, thought we could hang out. You know, um, i you know, I was, you know, hoping, you know, that, you know. Bumming out on the couch for for a few days, you know. Yeah,
1: I'm here till that, Tuesday.
0: The high rise. I'm here till you know. Then I'd be
1: be on my way. Uh, sidebar, Tone. How many days are they here, or were they gonna be here?
2: Let's say three. Three is like where you'd set the over under for what would be okay. Man, I feel yeah. like if you, I feel like if you made it four, it would really push it. <laughs> I don't know, Tone. Isn't there? Isn't there saying? Isn't there saying about house guests like house guests and fish? They both start to smell after two days or something like that. Don't surprise me. That I think I think that's the part of
1: this equation that bothers me the most is the surprise, mm-hmm. because if you're really if we're really friends like that, you would text me and I'd be like, "Yo, how long are you in town?" Blah 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 blah. Because I I think there's not only the assumption that I have that I will say, yes, there's an assumption that I have space for you. And there's an assumption that I don't got shit going on.
2: I feel like Tony's the opposite. I think Tony would be the friend who does assume he'll be staying with you, but also the friend who, like who assumes you're staying with him and is totally fine with it. Like, yeah, it, Tony's got, what do you, you have a one bedroom place tone or two, uh, two, two bedroom, one yeah. plus an office. I feel like tone would say "Oh, family of five. Come on, bring everybody. I, Am I right? No. Nah. Tone, tone would be no. like, yeah,
1: we'll make it work. Nah, nah. Well, tone don't control his household either. So, like, they're like that's the first part. Like, once well, you're and married, it will still be nah. Yeah, it's not. It, <laughs> it's it not will still like be no. That's what I'm saying. Even if tone wanted to, like, lady house gonna be like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I don't know these people. Are those your friends? <laughs> nah, dog. I'm a, I might say no Tom. Not might. I will, I'm saying no. Hey, can I no. I
0: don't have so space for you. I'm going to need you to put the official parameters for if you plan on uh meeting Russ, your friend or family member or lover
2: or whatever the case may be. See, I don't think those One all those things are, all those things aren't equal, bro. Oh yeah, there's some Russ wouldn't mind as a house guest. They're, they're like they're those aren't all created equal.
0: Okay.
2: Also there's different rules for the level
0: yes okay who, who can stay the longest who can stay the mid and who can stay the least
1: what is the longest <laughs> no but i'm dead serious like what does that mean uh until i get back on my feet no 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 see i'm i don't one i'm blessed to have not a friend to get back on my feet friends <laughs> two but like i don't have the space for that um Like, I've had, like, one of my best friends is like, yo, I'm doing a show here. Can I spend, I'm doing one night in Chicago. Can I, I'm like, yeah, come, come through. And you can sleep. But, like, I don't have a ton of people that can sleep on my couch. Like, if you need to sleep on my couch, you can sleep on my couch. If Jay needs to sleep on my couch, he can sleep on my couch. If Lawrence needs to sleep on my couch, he can sleep on my couch. If my brother needs, like, my brother is the only person that has slept on my couch outside of one or two friends more than twice so it's like yeah bro like nah i i think my my issue with all of this is i don't like i think it's rude to assume one somebody's gonna say yes i think it's rude to assume that somebody has space for you and i think the assumption that that person doesn't have other things going on is also rude give them the benefit of telling them in advance the pull up cold is ballsy,
2: man, because you likely <laughs> get your feelings hurt. Do you find the ask itself to be rude? Because that does put you on the spot. Me assuming even that I could ask, like, hey, Russ, I'm going to be in town for the weekend. Can I stay at your house? Puts you in the position of you have to say no to that if you're Correct. uncomfortable with it. Right. Like, do you object I- to even the ask? Or is it like the ask is fine? I don't mind telling you no when I don't want to do that.
1: Yeah, I, I'm probably in the I don't mind telling you no camp, but like and what sucks about that, that doesn't mean you're a bad friend, because I think the bad friend, bad, I right, I think you get this. Uh, they wouldn't let me stay at their place. Mm-hmm. Like, my fucking, I got I got some. One, well, you don't know if I got some coming through or not. <laughs> you don't know. Like, I could I be would, going out of town. Would you really like bet on? Yes. All right. All right. Chill out. <laughs> you, I could be hosting something. Russ is like I, can, I already have some house guests scheduled. Like I might not even be here, right? With the way my life is, like it could be like that. Like I might not even be here for two days. Like it's just, man. Everybody stay at a hotel or Airbnb. Here's the thing with the the get back on your feet person. That's a indefinite amount of time. <laughs> yeah, like get well, back on my I feet th- is minimum. There's it's it's a minimum of couple months. Because you don't have enough m- income to get back on your feet to get a place
2: for a couple months.
0: They also got to feed em.
1: Man, it's all, you gotta them. Enjoy.
2: It's messy business. It is. Uh-huh. You, you, like you said, you don't have people in your life like that, but I do. And they are people that you care a lot about. Mm-hmm. And it's very complicated because... You're getting into something that on paper you would say, I should not be getting into this. This is, this is nothing but um, emotional and tangible liability yeah. here. But, you know, nothing changes the people that you love. You love those people. So mm-hmm. it, it's difficult. It, it's harder than it sounds. But I think like anytime you ever want to uh, show compassion or like help somebody like that, they're, they're, you need to have boundaries. So like this indefinite amount of time idea, like you're talking about like that, that wouldn't work for me either. There'd have to be clear boundaries and benchmarks and a plan for how this is going to this is going to eventually end. Everybody in your crew
1: identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets or Mc Sandwich. But you're the Filet-O-Fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time.
0: And if you love the filet of fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
2: Ba da ba ba ba. I was so happy, Russ, to find out that Waffle Crisp still exists. I think that's my favorite cereal of all time. It's that or Crunch Berries? Neck and neck. Probably waffle crisp number one. And I thought, I were we talking about this with Herb Howard a couple of weeks ago, Tone? Is that how this came up? Yes. Mm-hmm. I thought that waffle crisp had been discontinued because I'd never see it anymore. And I went and looked up on the post cereal website and it said that, yes, in fact, it had been discontinued, <laughs> but there was outrage over it, outrage over this cereal going away. And so they brought it back like last year or the year before, maybe. And they have this feature where you can search on there for uh, like where what stores have it or something like that. And the Myers over by my house uh, has it. It said, but then I went there and it was out of stock. Oh no! Bought out. Of course it was. It bought out. Of yeah. course it was. And so then I saw like okay, they listed as uh, they list Pete's as having it. You know what? Pete's. Is? Pete's. Pete's
1: is a- fresh Market.
2: It's mm-hmm. a smaller grocery chain. I don't know if that's it's like large grocery. that I'm getting to that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It was. It's only in the Chicago area, I think, or is it beyond that? It, not everywhere. Like we, we had. They're in growing our, in Chicago too. We had one when I lived in Wheaton. There was one, but there isn't one anywhere near us. But I remembered that Tony said that he gets his groceries at Pete's. That that's like his main mm-hmm. grocery store. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Tony, can you next time you go? And I knew I was going to see him that week. So I was like, can you, next time you go get groceries, can you get me a box of wa- waffle crisp? And then when I see you, you just give it to me. And he did. And it it is the greatest gift that Tony has given me in our friendship. <laughs> it was amazing. A lot. Did you did you eat Waffle Crisp as a kid or no? No, we were
1: a uh, Apple Applejacks family, a Fruit Loops family, and I, uh, I
2: didn't know there was a division of this. Okay. <laughs> You no, know, yeah, but that's yeah. what you guys liked the best.
1: No, I mean, like, okay. but we went through phases, like, for a long time, it was my parents only buying uh, Froot Loops and Frosted Flakes and not even Froot Loops, Fruity O's, you know. Uh, yes. Like, yeah. you know, you go to the grocery store, the big-ass bag of Malto Meal. <laughs> and they have, like, 15 different off-brand versions of your favorite cereals. That's what we would get. Like, the 15-pound the bag of uh, Fruity O's. That's what you we would get. poured in one of those containers? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. We, yes. We did not. The big old container. The, I don't think we did the Tupperware <laughs> container. Plastic Tupperware container. But then the older we got, my parents was like, all right, we'll start buying Applejack. So the whole yeah. we, we got
2: on the Applejack train for a while. At my mom's house, we were not allowed to have sugary cereal. Uh, Because my mom is a health nut. And at my dad's house, it was like, there are no rules. Whatever you guys want is fine, except we're getting the store brand of whatever it is. So it was much like you. We'd go to Piggly Wiggly. And instead of getting Cinnamon Toast Crunch, we could get the Cinnamon Magic Squares or whatever it was. (laughs) 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 But I I dug up uh, an old commercial for Waffle Crisp from 1996 that I want you to see. Throw it in, Tone.
1: Oh, boys, what you doing? Um, eating waffle crisps. Mmm, can we come out? Sure. Hey, tastes like homemade waffles. It's because it's really made by grannies, and we raided their secret factory, and we saw it for syrup, right?
0: Oh, wow, and this is all you have? Yep. That's just what I wanted to know. <laughs> ah! Waffle crisp cereal.
2: Part of a complete breakfast. Women. All right. So they're in their treehouse, you know, mm-hmm. since you guys couldn't see this. They're in their treehouse eating their waffle crisp. And they think, you know, hey, a couple of hotties are here. We got some waffle crisp.
1: That's 100% what they were thinking.
2: And then, uh, you know, their, their middle school hottie friends rip off their masks and it's crannies. They're back to steal the, the waffle
1: crisp. Uh, that's, uh, I don't know. Can get you, you, get, you catch a case of that. That's kind of a funny commercial. No, it, it definitely was. <laughs> it was
2: different. Still standards. catch a case.
1: Yeah. He's different. Standards uh-huh. Back then.
2: There, you know, the reason I think that they probably knew waffle crisp was so popular and they had to bring it back was because people have tried to imitate it. There was like an Eggo waffle cereal. And that is garbage. That is horrible.
0: Still, they, still they still, they still do. They still, that got isn't
2: good. And uh, then there's like a cashy waffle crisp. Cashy makes like cereal for grownups. And, as long as you don't expect it to be like, as long as you expect it to be exactly that, yeah. like, like a less sugary grown up version of it, then that's actually pretty good. I like that one. Okay, but nothing beats the original Waffle Crisp, and it was just a delightful experience for me to get to have a bowl of it again. At what?
1: I was gonna say you were just you're you were still home alone. You you had this. So did you? Oh, uh,
2: how long did it take you to eat the whole box? Because I know I, you. I've. I've showed some restraint. Oh, I have yeah. not. I don't I don't think I really do that anymore. But, I mean, I could. Wait a minute. You,
1: you're, you're, your wife and kids were gone for two weeks, and you telling me you didn't eat ice cream in the bed. I know you, and I know how much you like ice cream. <laughs> I, <laughs> and and <laughs> you all
2: eat draw, some, did, ice cream. <laughs> I did eat some ice cream. See? Yes. I, you know, the big move that I made was I moved the coffee maker to the nightstand. So oh, the, the I moved I cleared off I cleared I like took my arm across my wife's nightstand and <laughs> get all run. this shit out of here. I dumped all of it into a box. <laughs> and you then did put the, the put the box in another room. Go ahead, Tone. You did the
0: Michael Scott uh put on the the bacon next to I, the bed.
2: I thought about it. I like thought about it. I thought about maybe hook of- up the Foreman grill, <laughs> throw some bacon on there, you know, start my morning like that. Uh, There are some cereals I could eat a whole box of, though. I I don't want to do that. I think where I've gotten to, Russ, is as an adult, yes, I could do that. I never feel good physically or mentally, but mostly physically after I do that. But I could. I could knock down an entire box of Waffle Crisp or Crunch Berries or Cinnamon Toast Crunch. So you bring up the Crunch Berries. I've been on like a cut for like the
1: last month. As I was preparing for Puerto Rico, and even after, like I feel, mm-hmm. I feel great. However, dude, I—if you put a box of Crunch Berries and a gallon of milk in front of me right now, I wouldn't trust myself not to finish the box.
2: Yeah, and your mouth would be like it got. Oh, it's bleeding. Sanded down with sandpaper, yeah. but bleeding, hundred percent. But the journey to get there would be wonderful. Oh yeah, worth it. Uh, I thought I would maybe give you a good I I worked on like a review of the Waffle crisp. Oh please, I'm I'm excited to hear it. Is but it is it the same? It's a little, you know, NSFW because I feel like oh. it's a it's a <laughs> you very happy
1: eat cereal with your drawers off to them? It's a very pleasurable experience. <laughs> he over there bricked
2: up to the waffle crisp. <laughs> I'm working on a bowl of waffle crisp. We gotta turn the lights down low for this, I think. Hang on. <laughs> Dim the lights. Oh, he really dimming the lights for this. <laughs> oh,
1: man. Hey, keep your drawers on, dog. <laughs> I'll give you that.
2: Waffle crisp. Oh, yeah. Baked by seductive grannies. I want to get all up in your crannies. <laughs> oh,
1: my God. Where is this coming from?
2: Oh, yeah. Innuendo. <laughs> I could take down a dozen bowls mm. yep. Ain't so much waffle crisp. Only God knows. <laughs> Give it to me, Grannies. Oh my God. Give me the waffle crisp. I mean specifically. No,
1: no, no, no. You knew what he was going
2: after. You knew what you. It's got to be the original crisp of waffle. Every single knockoff. Is straight awful.
0: <laughs>
2: Real ones, no. Maple flavored milk. Mmm, I'm loving every slurp.
1: Oh my
2: god! <laughs> Still tastes so good, even in the burps. Oh yeah. Mm. Is that it? So five stars. Oh, my
1: gosh. All right. I have I don't know if I, All right, can I talk. Let's talk about the poem first. <laughs> the fact that you wrote a poem about Waffle Christmas is fantastic. Yes. And obviously it turned you on a little bit, a little bit. him break. I think uh, the fact that you you said, give it to me, Granny's is a wild sentence for the
2: cereal. It, by no, it, I mean no, the cereal.
1: no you weren't specific until the next line so in that stanza in that stanza Mm. innuendo it's a little moist over there you (laughs) you might need a towel, brother getting sweaty about the crannies and the grannies yeah all right, let's. I'm gonna I'm a drift away from your you uh,
2: said you, to, you said you wanted to turn it up, you wanted to. Why, no, out. no, but no. You, you did read.
1: say that, Russ. Oh, you, I you, did, was, and no, listen, that was a joint business decision. My guy said, I'm with him, and we turned it up, and you have done just that.
2: This, Russ, you look like you're the happiest you've ever been with me after that I did was, my uh, uh, review of Waffle Crisp cereal. <laughs>
1: I listen, man. I think uh, what you did there—that's what I, I i thought Tony Gill reeds was gonna be.
2: You mean and good? The, yes. There you go. Let's do the news. Let's do it. So you—you you don't even know any of the news, or do you? You've been back for a couple of days. Uh, um, I've been, been back, back for shows. a couple of
1: days, so but you might have missed
2: stuff. You might have missed some things. I'll tell you like what. You, you know where things are at now, but you might not have known what happened the last two weeks leading up to now. So
1: I didn't know about Demar Hamlin until the next day. I didn't know about. Uh, I think I found out about Carlos Correa only because I didn't turn off all the not- I turned off most of the notifications, but not all of them. That one that top- was the thing, That was the baseball thing I wanted to text you about. And didn't. yeah, I, yeah, that that would yeah. No, it's fine. I did. Um, yeah, most stuff I found out the next day cuz
2: I was literally like trying to stay off the sports grid. And did a pretty you. good job. I hear you. You don't why would you take a vacation from work to pay attention to work? Bingo. And watch work. Um so I'll catch you up on a couple of things that are okay. that have been going on or are currently going on. And one of them is Sean Payton, the former Saints coach is uh definitely going to coach next season. That seems clear. Everybody wants him and who wouldn't? He reportedly wants 20 to $25 million a year, which is insane coaching money. And it, that does kind of put it at a point where I wonder, like, is it really worth it? But all of these – there's no salary cap on what you pay a coach. So all of these teams can – any one of these teams can do that. Right. Um, but Sean Payton, this one comment that he made I think kind of slipped through the cracks even if you had been in the country the last couple of weeks. He was on Colin Cowherd's show last week talking about the texans job and the question was like are you seriously considering the texans and the thing that he said one of the re- he listed their draft capital which they have the second pick and then i think i want to say like the 12th, 12th. Pick yeah in the first round and they have many more uh first round picks coming from the sean watson trade but the second reason he listed russ is basically that the afc south is trash yeah and he said it out this is the fun thing about sean payton uh and this search or interview processes that he's fully in the media. So he's like talking this entire time throughout the process. He's, he's basically like giving you a reality show of what this is like. And he, he said specifically the two reasons he listed why he um, would be interested in the Texan shop. then he made some comment about like, I've been around the people there and I like them and whatever. Uh, He said that they're in a division with quote, they're in a division with Indy, Tennessee and Jacksonville. Implication being like, that's very winnable. And it's just, I found that fascinating because it is further proof that everything you think these coaches are thinking about when they take jobs or don't take jobs is true. That is what they're thinking about. They're thinking about what are the draft picks, who's the quarterback, and how winnable is the division. I'm not taking one of these NFC North jobs when Aaron Rodgers is on top. I'm not taking one of these AFC East jobs when Tom Brady is on top. I'm not taking. I mean, I'm not taking the Raiders' job probably right now. If I feel <sighs> like, if I feel like I've got to win, these guys are smart. Sean Payton yeah. is doing what a lot of guys do. Where uh, I remember Adam Gase talking about this when he was looking at jobs. Like it, it doesn't make a lot of sense to go somewhere where you you don't really. It's have not really chance. stacked. It's not stacked in your favor, yeah. and that's a great question to be asking about the Houston job because uh, the last two guys there have been just really like brought in as placeholders and then quickly dismissed without ever having a chance.
1: Also organizationally, they might be the worst organization in the NFL
2: still. Yep. Are you aware? I was not, but until I read this, but are you aware that there is a beef between John wall, the point guard and Tyler psycho T Hansbro? Interesting. I did not know about former college superstar and NBA. Okay. Player. So do you know they have beef? I did not. Okay. John Wall uh, starred at Kentucky for one year, 09, 10. Uh, but he, he's from Raleigh and wanted to play at North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And he said that on the Run Your Race podcast this week and said an encounter with Tyler Hansborough on his visit is why he did not end up going to North Carolina. He talked about North Carolina. He called it, quote, his dream school. John Wall, like he grew up thinking this would be the best place to go. He wanted to go there instead of Kentucky. Yeah. And he talked about watching Tyler Hansborough. You got to think back to Tyler Hansborough at North Carolina. No, he was like like mega college basketball star. Yeah. I think he won player of the year. One of those years, he won a national championship, like huge.
1: He was there for four years
2: in a part of the country, not just a good basketball school, but in a part of the country where basketball is huge. Right. So John Wall had all this admiration for Tyler Hansborough. Like, great player. He was so excited to get to meet him when he went on his visit. And he said he walked up to Tyler Hansborough, put his hand out, shake his hand, and Tyler Hansborough said, I don't talk to recruits. And that was it. Walked away. (laughs) And John Wall said, I've got something for him, and I'm never going to North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. I had something something like that happen once when I was an intern. I got sent down. This was, like, one of my first – assignments in Miami I got sent down to like help out at a Dolphins practice and when I got there the beat writer who was there greeted me with I don't know why they sent you here I was like all "All right this will be a fun day of work yeah I
0: was like I bet uh you're a lot of fun at all the parties huh
2: (laughs) flow rider had a huge win in court this week I saw that Mm -hmm, I, mm -hmm. I think the amount he won is probably more than his net worth which is not an insult but I'm saying like that's a good day when you at least double your net worth yeah. in one day in court. It's a nice 82. chunk of change. 82 point six, eighty-two point six million he was awarded on Wednesday, Russ. Yeah. This is all over a twenty fourteen breach of contract by Celsius Energy Drinks, which I think he had one of those in uh in his in his my house video to help um like promote it. And they play, it was, I watched a clip of the, uh, the trial today and they, he's testifying and they're, it's very funny to hear them asking him about one of his songs in court. And the attorney's like, we're going to play a little bit of it now. And he's sitting there on the stand, like kind of nodding along to it. Like, yeah, this is really good. And, and he gets, he, the eight second clip ends and he says something like, uh, like, yeah, I'm a lot better at that. I'm a lot more comfortable at that than I am sitting here trying to answer questions and testify. Uh, But anyway, his team argued that he deserved stock in the company as part of their agreement, but that Celsius Energy Drinks uh, took advantage of intentionally vague language in the contract. And this originally was a dispute over like 30 grand. And because of this company becoming successful and the percentage that he should have been entitled to, he has now been awarded $82.6 million dollars. And... One of my favorite things uh, is listening to Tony read popular songs. So let's hear a little bit of Flowride.
0: And now,
1: Tony Gill reads.
0: Ah, uh, yes. Tony Gill with glasses back at it again i mean my first actually public uh a shout out to uh nabj tony gill with glasses pulled up gave some advice to the utes
2: you understand Why? to the we, What's up, russ i know what you're talking about but russ doesn't and probably most people don't so when you say do you understand me the answer is largely going to be no do you want to explain so yeah, Tony Gill with glasses came up and uh, was on a panel
0: with our friends, uh, uh, Jason Goff and Shakia Taylor and Lawrence Holmes, uh, all on a panel talking about being black in media. Felt good to be up there. First public appearance. Tony Gill couldn't make it, so Tony Gill with glasses pulled up. Very excited about that. Russ, how you doing,
1: man? I'm I'm fine, Tony. As we've been sitting here for the last hour and forty
2: minutes. Uh, I'm just say, hey, man. I'm, I'm, don't, don't don't get spicy now. <laughs> right, why does why does Tony want. glasses always look like he's stoned? Why is he like <laughs> kind of like his eyes are kind of half open? His glasses are askew. He talks a lot slower. He
1: was smoking crack. Jason, Jason, Jason.
2: Yo, Tony Gilligan glasses
1: being on crack would be hilarious. Speaking of which, Hey, he... you want you want that to be a new
0: reading segment? Yes. You guys might. You guys got a spot? You know, a young brother to hold up for a quick sec. You know, you need a couple not. days.
2: Absolutely, to get not. back on my feet. You no. can stay at my dad's house.
0: Oh, okay. All right, cool, cool, cool. I'll right, right, make sure I link that up. Yeah. Flow Rider. I did not know it was Florida until I saw it spelled out. That's where he's from, from I believe. From Flow Rider, Anti Pain's two thousand hit. Low. Nope. Try again. Oh, two thousand seven hit. Low. <clears throat> She had them apple bottom jeans. boots with the fur with the fur. The whole club was looking at her. She hit the floor. She hit next the next thing, you know. Shorty got low, 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 low. them baggy sweatpants. In the Reeboks, with the straps. With the straps. She turned around and gave that big booty a slap. She hit the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Next thing you know, Shorty got low, 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 low.
2: That was one of your best ones.
1: Right, Right in the middle of it.
2: Russ got up to the mic like he wanted to. He wanted to say, and then it was like repelling magnets. The way he backed away from it before he said something.
1: You want to do the uh, second verse again for us, Tone with glasses?
0: Them baggy sweatpants in the Reeboks with the straps. With the straps. <laughs> <laughs> she turned around and gave that big booty a slap. She hit the floor. Next thing you know, try got
1: get low. Low, low, low. Low, low, Oh,
2: uh, I agree with you, Jason. I think that might be the best one he's ever done. He read it so well for once. And finally, Russ, something is up, man, at the Dallas Zoo. Something is going on. And... They don't totally know what it is at this point, as of this recording. So a clouded leopard escaped. Sounds problematic, right? Very much so. Uh, and a uh, Dallas Police Department investigation determined that the way it got out is that its fencing around its enclosure had been intentionally cut with, like, wire cutters or something. Somebody yeah. cut somebody cut an opening in this thing. And then they found a similar cut in the Langer Exi- Langer enclosure which is like a type of monkey so someone has intentionally cut fencing in two animal exhibits and they don't have this person nailed down yet they don't know who's doing this so it could be more to keep an eye on in this story uh, the leopard got out and <laughs> the, zoo, the zoo tweeted that it, and, and I saw uh, a representative from the zoo giving a press conference on this that it was a quote cold, code blue which code blue at the zoo, according to the Dallas Zoo, means a quote-unquote non-dangerous animal has gotten out of its enclosure. And this guy, man, this guy in his press briefing was so smug because he was like, you're thinking of a leopard. This is a clouded leopard. And he said, actually, I encourage everyone to Google clouded leopard because I, the implication being like, I I bet you people don't believe me that this is a non-dangerous animal. You're just hearing leopard on the loose. Well, okay. So I did Google clouded leopard. And let let me tell you what this thing eats. And you tell me if you think maybe this would be a problem if it encountered a human. Monkeys, deer, porcupines. Those are things it eats. It eats giant deer and it eats porcupines, which can actually like shoot things at it. Or at least hurt it if it, you know, goes at the wrong side of it. I hear a lot of meat. I'm not thinking, yeah. I'm thinking that, like, you know, that leopard might want to taste the meat, too. I'm not really buying that this is just a non-dangerous, very athletic carnivore on the loose in Dallas. Has huge teeth. It, it, like, has saber-toothed tiger-type teeth. Like, two-inch front teeth. See, that's wild. You you can just walk up and try to pet this thing or give it some kibble. (laughs) They did say not to do that, but, uh, this, so the zoo, um, was having a hard time finding this leopard, right? It it sounded like they, they did contain it very quickly and got it back in the enclosure and no one was harmed. So that's all positive. So I, you know, I guess, okay, This zookeeper, he got, he he was right this time about it being non-dangerous. Um, but they, they were having trouble finding it because these things like to go up in the trees and they're designed to be hard to find. Yeah. And they eventually kind of located a general area of it because of, quote, an overly vocal squirrel. Which I'd love to hear what that sounds like. So it was just a squirrel going nuts. And about 30 minutes later, they were able to find the clouded leopard and get it back in in its enclosure. So a squirrel hero, Tom.
1: I mean, that squirrel probably gave up its life for (laughs) for us to find this leopard. It very well might have. Yeah, this is why we need him. They're important.
0: Respect your local squirrel, all right? I hope you've given that up now that you're married and like... What, about the importance of squirrel to our ecosystem?
2: Yeah. Mm, Absolutely not. Why would I do that? I can kind of understand the importance of them to our ecosystem because they literally plant trees for us. The part that I think Russ is referring to is their importance to your mental health is... Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy for you if that works, but it, it's it's mm-hmm. odd. It's odd that that you base whether things are okay in the world on whether or not you see squirrels around.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, it it's weird, man. It's like going outside and not seeing birds. It's like what what type of AI reality am I
2: in right now where there's no birds? Like you'd be freaked out too. Well, birds are just government surveillance drones anyway. But Fair. like in this case, Russ, he's right because the squirrel was like an alarm going off. <laughs> dangerous predator well non-dangerous animal okay the squirrel was like code blue code blue you know this is where it is the squirrel's like hey i'm dying and
1: if you don't want to die you should probably come catch this thing
0: (laughs) hey hey this thing ain't supposed to be here i've been around a long time (laughs) i ain't never seen ain't never seen no
2: thing like this (laughs) <laughs> that's your impersonation of the squirrel I like it that. That's squirrel the squirrel's internal monologue
1: Squirrel got some southern black person accent <laughs> That's the news <clears throat> Excuse me, that's awesome uh, This has been a great return to the old Sports adjacent podcast uh, As always, we'd like to thank our Great sponsor BetMGM if you would like to receive $200 in betting credit, there's four games this weekend. If you put $10 on one of those games and one of those teams scores a touchdown, your odds are really high of that. You win $200 in free future betting credit by entering our promo code, Jason200. Because of uh, also,
2: the $200 in free future bets. There you go.
1: There you go. Also, the uh, the thing that I'm not so okay with that I need to figure out after the show is over, this whole... uh. Cheats and giggles no longer sponsoring us, but sponsoring Tone. You not true. Tone okay with alone. That. not okay with that. Um, we're gonna, we should I get Colin. call called, and I gotta call Colin up. Yeah, we gotta get him on gotta, the show. I
0: don't,
1: I'd love that. I don't know uh, if I like the splits here, my of, friend, of this, Colin. but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so not okay with this, my boy. Like, Tone got a t shirt, yeah, I do. I,
2: Yes, it's, he's got his Sheets and there. Giggles purple t-shirts. Why so does Stone get a shirt where he could lie
1: and that says good in bed? Well, you don't know that that's a lie. Well,
2: <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> they can say that about Waffle crisp. <laughs> Waffle crisp. Good in bed. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. How <laughs> <laughs> so you know I'm not good in <laughs> bed? <laughs> Tony t- Tony Gill is presented by Sheets and Giggles. You can go to sheetsgiggles.com slash S-A and get 23% off everything. And I'm sure you see all the time, you get it in your inbox, you see it on Twitter, you see a, you go to a different sites to buy things and you see they have good sales. There's not a lot of places that are offering tw- like more than 15 or 20% off, 23% off to totally upgrade your bed. We, get, we got the flannel sheets sent to us this week. They're incredible. It's a, they're, now, the sheet set is 100% eucalyptus and silky smooth and wonderful. The flannels are a hybrid between eucalyptus and cotton to make them a little bit warmer. They're very, very soft, perfect for cozy season, perfect for winter. Go to sheetsgiggles.com S-A. No promo code needed. You'll automatically get 23% off. Amazing, luxurious sheets, comforters, everything for your bed. Tone. Since you are presented by Sheets and Giggles, do you have a Sheets and Giggles in uh testimonial for the audience?
0: Man, we put those flannels on. They cut me just right. Boy, went straight to sleep. Straight to sleep. Please get the flannel for the winter time. I know, like, look, Chicago winner, long. Long AF. They got we got the long boys of the winter. The long boys. <laughs> we got the long boys of winter. Please. I'm telling you, get the eucalyptus flannel mix. It'll keep you warm and toasty as the cold winter nights progress
2: on in Chicago. Our and winter, everywhere. our winter is like October through May. Yes, I've seen it snow in both months.
1: Yes, we 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 got the, we got the long boy, and don't put it past it to have some forty degree day in June. <laughs>